Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, February 10th, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Astroport Community Call featuring Autonomy Network. Let's take a listen. I'm just kind of confirming here in the background that we have everyone here. Um, someone from the team is saying autonomy is missing, but I'm like, I, I'm talking to autonomy. <laughs> Are you... Do you know if there's? I don't think there's anyone else from from your team specifically coming, right? Uh, I don't think so. They they may be assuming that I was going to come on my personal uh, account, uh, but obviously I'm on the yeah, uh, project account. Okay, yeah, no, that's that's fine. That's where the the source of confusion is. So I think um, I think that we are probably good to start here, so we don't lose too much time, and I'm sure. I'll just go ahead and say it now because I think it's sometimes if we wait till the end of the space. If you do have questions throughout the space, go ahead and put your hand up. Um, at a certain point, we will we will open it up to allow questions from the community. Uh, those are some of the best questions sometimes. So don't feel, um, don't worry about the time in the call. Feel free to just throw your hand up whenever you uh, think of a question. Uh, but I think a good place to start um, is just say hello, everyone. Thank you, thank you for coming to the space. Lots of familiar faces. Um, inside you know the astroport uh the terra and cosmos community here so it's it's great to see a lot of you um and and thank you for for joining me so i think you know the autonomy team so it'd be great if we could get just maybe a brief introduction about yourself um and just autonomy and um maybe your experience in the industry uh yeah for sure so i've been following crypto man it makes me feel very old to say this Bit of a bit of a crypto boomer. Been following it for like ten years uh, at this point. Um, but I was basically doing a physics degree. Didn't know how to code or anything. And like after the ball run in twenty seventeen, uh, basically like dropped out of of uni. Um, like my first job was doing like tracking of like Bitcoin for clients like the FBI and, and banks and that kind of thing. Uh, implemented. Proof of stake on the Flow blockchain at Dapper Labs, built a cross-chain DEX, a bunch of other like side projects. Um, and like, yeah, the idea for well, first of all, I guess like what is autonomy? It's basically a decentralized automation protocol. So it's it's kind of like infrastructure and it's mostly for DApps, you know, like uh, like Astroport to to use to add features, kind of like Chainlink, but not for oracles, but for automation instead. Whenever you want to do something in the future on a blockchain, obviously, such as you know, trade at a later time at a specific price in the case of a limit order or like recurring payments, for example, or I mean, there's a there's a ton of uh, cool use cases. But um, yeah, I had the idea in 2019, um, but it was I think a bit too early at that point. There wasn't really a market for it. Um, and then after like DeFi summer 2020, uh, Dex volume started you know getting like. Serious and um, 
I knew that like at the very least, you know, autonomy could be used for uh, for like limits and stops on on dexes, and so um, pretty much started uh, building an MVP at at the end of 2020, and um, yeah, just been growing and getting getting partnerships, and uh, ever since really, it's been damn, it's been about two years now, crazy, but uh, but yeah, that's autonomy. Awesome, yeah, right in the name that that makes it easy, <laughs> and um, exactly. It, it, yeah, exactly. Uh, and admittedly, I didn't, um, I didn't really know about the Astroport in- integration until recently. Um, I knew you all from your work you were doing on Osmosis, um, and I want to say you have, you'd also done some work with like autonomous NFTs and in, in a, a separate side game. Am I am I correct in that assumption? Uh, yeah, I'm surprised you know about that. Yeah, we. Um... Yeah, we were going to release this game called Meta Dungeon, and the yeah the whole like the specific um, thing that we were doing with that with with that game is like showcasing NPCs, you know, like non playable characters in games. Um, which you know, like when you play like Skyrim or you know Cyberpunk or whatever, uh, when you interact with NPCs, like they interact with you or they interact with each other. Um, but blockchains are like passive, so. You know, it requires somebody to make a transaction. Um, but obviously, like if you know if someone's interacting with you, like and you're like doing nothing, like that that would be impossible. So, uh, but with an automation protocol, it it is uh, possible. Um, and we we went through a bunch of like delays in actually launching the game, and then we were at, when we were actually about to launch it, the the FTX collapse happened. So it was, it was fucking terrible timing. And uh, yeah, it would have been would have been suicide to like launch an NFT project. So. The whole thing actually works. We essentially just put it on ice um, for the for the time being, and yeah, as soon as the gaming market comes back, we'll we'll launch that thing. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I mean, I I think the gaming market in general. I know several teams that had to put um, things on ice, as you as you eloquently put it, and so that's that's totally <laughs> understandable given the uh, market conditions, um, everything that happened, but. Um, anyways, I, it was just a little bit of an aside, uh, that there's a lot more to do to autonomy than maybe people know, uh, but I would like to talk about obviously Ashterport today. And so I'm curious before we talk about like the specifics of the integration, what, what led you to the Astroport team? Like, how was that connection formed? Um, I think we were just, um, just looking for, you know, like obviously new DEXs and, and looking to kind of expand like beyond EVM because uh, we started out on, on EVM, but, uh, you know, like really want to be kind of the go-to automation layer for blockchains like in general. And, and obviously like EVM is a huge market, but it's not the only market. And so, yeah, we were just like looking, looking to expand. Um, and obviously like, uh, especially at the time uh, Astroport was getting, I think like, maybe five percent of, of overall dex volume or, or something like that um yeah it was like r- roughly around this time like last year and uh, and yeah so it seemed like a, a good place to uh, to expand and um yeah then obviously like, the lunar collapse like but uh <laughs> really delayed things because like, we i remember we were planning on doing it and like actually started um working on it with the team um like a few weeks before the the lunar collapse, so uh, that really put a spanner in the works. But um, but yeah, I mean, it eventually made it, which which is awesome. 
Yeah, that's great. Um, it's, it definitely sounds like you, you all are not new to this. <laughs> you've been around. You've you've been through the trials and tribulations. Sometimes we see you know projects pop up here and there, and um, always curious whether or not they've been around for the long haul. But it definitely sounds like like you guys have been here, and so um, I guess can you know good for you for to keep building and um, driving through this. Uh, so maybe we'll we'll dive into the weeds a little bit here. Can you just talk about your integration with Astroport? Um, how how is it? How does it uh, improve the you know maybe the trading experience or just whatever you want to talk about on the platform? Sure. So um, I think right now the only thing that's live is is limit orders. Um, using Autonomy, you can add a, like a, a bunch of like advanced uh, trading features like stop losses, trailing limits, trailing stops, dollar cost averaging, uh, things, things like that. Uh, so this is only really just like the tip of the iceberg. Um, hopefully, you know, there's, there's more to come. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, it seems like the kind of like value, value proposition is, um, it's pretty huge. I mean, I'm biased. <laughs> but uh, especially after the collapse of FTX, you know, a lot of centralized exchange users are moving to DEXs. And um, I think for like a long time, um, like it, it really takes like a, uh, something to like really go wrong in order for people to change their habits, you know, for, to move from like one technology to another. And like Dex volume had, has been growing, you know, over the years, but obviously centralized exchange volume is, has still been largely, um, largely dominant. And I mean, aside from um, things like liquidity, it just has so many more like features, you know, obviously the ability to do risk management with like limit orders and stop losses, et cetera. And, uh, and now that people's kind of like habits have been disrupted after the FTX thing and, you know, people want to actually make sure that they own their, their tokens, people are moving to DEXs, um, but, you know, they, they don't want a degraded user experience. They want essentially want like the same thing that they were doing before, but with the extra benefits of, you know, Owning your own tokens, uh, you know, having having access to all the uh, the great things about DeFi and yield farming, etc. Um, so yeah, that's that's the really the kind of um, motivation, I suppose, uh, giving users the the tools um, that they that they had before, which I think is like kind of ties into our our mission, like broadly, and that you know, in order for the next you know billion people to to come into crypto, for it to really go mainstream. People are not going to go with the degraded user experience. I mean, crypto is going to have to be like in the background. Like people are ideally not even going to know about it, and they're never going to. Um, you're never going to use a financial app that doesn't have just basic features. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing in crypto to be honest that we don't have things like you know recurring payments, which is such a, a basic thing for like you know subscriptions, salaries, etc. Um, but I mean, something like that requires an automation protocol. Um, so, you know, that, that's kind of, uh, I mean, that was part of the motivation for, for building autonomy in the first place, but, um, I guess to, to answer your question more, uh, directly, like, um, the, basically the way that autonomy works is there's a, a decentralized network of bots who are monitoring people's requests. So when you, when you click like limit order on Astroport, you essentially put a, puts an entry into our registry contract that says, hey, I want to make this trade under this price condition. And these bots essentially um, just sit there monitoring for when that price condition is met. And you know, obviously, once it is, they, they trigger the trade. 
because you know in a blockchain somebody has to trigger it and you know if you're offline or asleep or whatever um somebody has to do it and uh, obviously they they're the ones that do it and you know you pay a small fee to them in the same way you pay a you know a transaction fee to the to a miner on, on blockchains in general um so it's similar like tokenomics in that but you know the fee is like very small uh, but uh but yeah yeah, that's that's very interesting because I I read about y'all's like um, this idea of like having a registry. Um, so you know, basically, what you were saying, like you click submit, gets added to this registry, and then you have people, um, or you know, you say bots, right, that are going and executing these orders, taking a share of the fees, and basically that's how you're creating the automation. Um, and correct me if any of that I, you know, I butchered in the explanation, but. I am curious, like, so can you talk a little bit more about these, um, these bots? Who are they run by? Are, are these just independent people like miners, like what you were saying? Or is it, you know, autonomy also has their own bots that they run to help this, this go smoothly? How does that work? Uh, yeah, so your, your um, description is like 100% accurate. Um, but for uh, who's running it, uh, depends kind of on the, on the chain, but like currently at the moment with, um, uh, with with Terra Two Chain, it's just us running it at the moment. Um, but like, we'll shortly be essentially like opening up the network, so um, it, it won't be long before anyone will be able to run one of these bots. Uh, running a bot requires staking our auto token, which is not live yet. Um, but it's it's kind of the same as you know any proof of stake system. You know, if you if you have ten percent of the stake. Then you're able to, in this case, execute you know 10% of people's requests and therefore get 10% of the the protocol revenue. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll be oh, opening it up uh, pretty soon. Okay, so that's interesting. Um, so you're saying that it's basically like <laughs> the proportion at which you stake is the proportion of the job request that you can execute. Is that yeah, exactly. That? Kind of yeah kind of like you know in like eth2 or or you know some other like proof of stake um blockchain like if you have like 10% of the stake you'll be able to mine uh well i guess it's not really called mining in, in proof of stake but you know you'll be able to create 10% of the blocks and therefore get the transaction fees from you know on average about 10% of all the transactions as well as like the the block reward uh 10% of the block rewards but uh, so yeah you you know on average you, you get like 10% of like ethereum's protocol revenue so to speak in, in the case of okay i see i see um and i just want to say a uh, quick hello I, I know we have some some more speakers that that joined us um we've got max and then we've got um andre from the delphi digital team and then danny danny witters uh do you all want to i know we kind of had to skip ahead because we need to get the spaces started but do you all want to just give a a quick hello and feel free to jump in if there's anything you want to say Hey guys, yep, sorry, I uh, was a little bit late. I was trying to figure out how to get into this space, having some problems. Um, yeah, hi, hi, hi to the autonomy team. Um, didn't get your name, nope. Um, I'm Max, I'm uh, quite regular in the governance forums within Astroport. Um, help out a few teams with proposals and stuff like that. Um, glad to see you guys joining the Astroport community. Sweet, good to meet you, man. Uh, I'm Danny here. I'm part of Delphi. And yeah, um, short introduction. I've been a dev working on Astroport for about a year now. Um, integrating autonomy for the last 
it was cutting in a little bit in and out for me there, um, Danny. I, I don't I don't know if anyone else it was the same way. I just wanted to make you aware of that. Um, <laughs> faint faintly. Is it just me? Maybe it's just me. No, no, no. I, I uh, same. Yeah. yeah, same. Can Can you hear me all right? Yep, loud and yep. clear. Okay, great. Yeah, I'm I'm Andre, um, engineer at Delphi Labs, uh, and yeah, I'm a co-worker with like uh, with Danny. We I've been a little. It. I think we are at the, basically in the in terms of time frame been developing. Uh, Astro at the same time, although I joined earlier, then um, switched project and then came back. Um, so yeah, but the, I, I actually initially started like uh, trying to integrate auto- autonomy, but then got switched to a different task, and then Danny took over. So yeah, he's the autonomy expert over at Astroport. Let's go. <laughs> All right, great. Yeah, um, I know. I know we were deep in conversation, but I just wanted to to make sure I I knew everyone was on stage and give them a chance to introduce themselves. So thank you all for coming. Appreciate it. Um, and so um, I don't know. Was there anything else you wanted to add um, from the autonomy side on, on what we were talking about originally? If not, we can just jump into the next question. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think so. I think we I think we covered it. Okay, great. Um, and so, I, you know, just a point of clarification, I, I think I know the answer to this, but it seems like what autom- autonomy has built is all kind of in the back end, right? Users won't see this um, from the front end experience, right? Besides w- what functionality it actually brings, like, you know, limit orders, things like that. Uh, yeah, the, we like autonomy itself, like as a protocol is just yeah, like you said, like 100% kind of in the in the background, like no no real like UI for it. Um, we have been creating some like products, um, for example, like AutoSwap. I mean, if you if you go, all the links are on our website, um, autonomynetwork.io. I mean, AutoSwap was our first um, product, for example, where it just allows you to do limits and stops on you know major dexes and, and major chains. Um, actually, we. Uh, we we were going to launch uh, Meta Dungeon as well, like a, like we were talking about. But um, but yeah, most of what we do is on is on the back end. We are actually about to launch. Um, this is a bit of bit of alpha actually. Um, about to launch a product on the EVM side uh, called Auto Hedge. Um, very quick, like TLDR. Um, it allows you to LP into DEXs, uh, but without the price risk and without the impermanent loss as well as get like uh, you're able to leverage with like very low risk. So basically say you want to LP on like an ETH die pair on, um, on a DEX like Uniswap or SushiSwap uh, with like one ETH and say the price of ETH is like $2,000. So one ETH and, and 2000 like die. Um, it LPs with that and uses um, the DEX LP token as collateral to borrow one ETH. So your long one ETH in the DEX position and your short one ETH because now you owe one ETH uh, that you that you borrowed. And so any any time like the price goes up or down, like you the, the position value overall stays the same. But you're still earning like APY on um on on the actual, you know, like from the trading fees from the DEX itself. Uh and th- 
I mean, I can go into it if, if you like, but um, with some kind of like DeFi magic, we're able to like 10x uh, leverage. So like right now, um, we're, we're actually looking for beta testers as well. So if, if anyone wants um, early access to this, this kind of tool, um, definitely. Actually, I think we, we put out a tweet um, like yesterday or the day before uh, about it. But um, we're getting about 30% APY on, on some of the pairs without leveraging. And we're about to uh, like finish development of, of the leveraging feature, which will like 10x the, um, the yield. So, but like this, this sounds like a scam and it sounds crazy to say that you can get like 300% APY on uh, like non shitcoin pairs, just like regular, regular pairs. But um, yeah, nothing, nothing like this has been uh, done before because it, it requires, you know, an automation protocol like autonomy, which is like relatively new. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm the most like bullish on, on this one out of all our products. Uh, but yeah, sorry, that, that ended up being like a mini rant. <laughs> but um, yeah, so to answer your question, most of what we do is in the background. But um, but yeah, I, uh, we're creating like a couple of these like products like to demonstrate like new use cases and, and stuff that's like unique that, you know, can only be done with, with automation. Hmm. Okay, yeah, that's um, it's very interesting. And I, and I, I think I want to bounce it over to the Delphi team here. And <laughs> Maybe not when auto hedge, but uh, ha- had y'all been aware of this product? Um, maybe something on a further horizon uh, integration. Uh, yeah, I I can say that uh, we like we do extensively like try to research how to mitigate IL uh, because in uh, like our support isn't really. So Asport is an AMM and the DEX, but we we now like to separate the the two concepts because and you, you in reality you serve different customers, right? AMM you serve the passive liquidity, um, the LPs, right? And a DEX is more for the traders, right? And it kind of like a, uh, the LPs kind of like passively get wrecked uh, if you see most most of the research around. Um, passive uh, LPs, right? So we, we do a lot of uh, research trying to understand and mitigate that risk. Um, we just uh, released uh, research around, um, like we call it passive concentrated liquidity, which tries to mitigate a little bit uh, around that. Uh, it's it's a different uh, technique though, because it's basically um, and just a better XYK. So it's, it's not really using any uh, automation, but certainly like any product that can help the passive LPs, we will uh, be considering for sure, because in the end, that's that's kind of uh, our main focus uh, in terms of users we want to serve as an MM. I, I didn't know you, you guys were working on that. That's, that's cool. Um, does it... Uh, do you think it like fully solves IL or just like reduces its like impact by, you know, some significant percent? Yeah, uh, it's not us. I need to make this clear legally. It's not us report that's uh, working on it. Uh, it's just the research that we. Uh, that, we <laughs> that that we that we announced, but um, it, it doesn't reduce IL because um, at the end of the day, like e. You, but I mean, sorry, it doesn't remove IL completely, but it does reduce it um, 
just it's just a better strategy for the passive <clears throat> liquidity um, providers, right? Um, it doesn't remove them like the, the the IL completely, but it certainly Im improves it. Um, so that that's already a nice step. Uh, yeah. Sweet. Um, I'm I'm kind of curious how it how it works. I might I might check that paper out actually. Uh, but yeah, it's it's like a preventative thing, it's, or it's like um like a post. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, for example, like uh, Bancor had this thing where they were like refunding people like the IL that they lost, which is like a you know like a like a post. Yeah, I don't know what to call it. You know, they're doing something after the fact. They're not like preventing yeah. it. Is is yours like that, or is it preventative? The, ours is basically similar to Curve V two, right? Um, so Curve V two. You basically have like a, a repagging mechanism where you basically um, so you change the x y k formula so that it uh, increases fees dynamically as you uh, move from the basically the price point that it was currently pegged, which is at, at the point where generally LPs start incurring IL right because it moved from the price. So if you dynamically increase the fees, then supposedly um, at some point, the fees will basically um, it will be net positive or at least less negative uh, compared to the IL you would suffer, and then you repack the the price again for that pool, let's say, so that the like the fees go back to normal. So it, it's it's quite interesting. Uh, I'm not the research guy, so I'm just giving you. Uh, the, like the high level thing i i also may may be doing some mistakes here uh oversimplifying it but it's more or less uh kind of this interesting so it's but then how do you know like at what price to repeg because like with stables you know you just assume that it's you know like a dollar or whatever right but if you're if you're talking about like two volatile tokens yeah the it, it generally sh should be at at the at the point where repegging it now uh, is uh, so the fees that you accrued are already like um, enough to cover dial basically. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I mean, it sounds sounds like a sounds like a cool innovation. When uh, when launch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not working on it. I know. I know. <laughs> We're just gonna let that sit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think we're get a, an answer on that one, but um, but um, yeah, that's. That it's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's it's a great paper. Um, for those in the audience who who haven't read it, um, highly highly recommend it. Um, and, and really, I think it's it's great too because they they kind of differentiate the user experience. Um, in both, where you know traditional concentrated liquidity, you requires often a lot of active management to make sure you're in like price ranges that are gonna, you know, be effective. Um as opposed to the way that Astroport is um, making their model more passive. So, I mean, that's obviously very high level. Um, I didn't, Max, it, it looks like you unmuted yourself. I didn't know if there was anything you wanted to add or say. Yeah, just just going back to what Andre mentioned about the, uh, the Curve V2 model, right? Uh, from what I understand is that the Curve V2 model requires something like a virtual pricing um, that... Uh, that the, the pricing needs to pack to um, for the concentrated liquidity to move around. How do you get this this pricing anyway? Because uh, 
I think the Oracle within Terra technically is Astroport. Where do you get this information from? Yeah, that's that's an interesting like uh, low level question. I guess you you will have like a TWAP where you will store prices at some time ranges, so you know you're like you're moving from a current pa- uh, price from from the past. I'm not too well into the like the, those like low level details into the smart contract um, development, but uh, yeah, you basically I think you you have a TWAP that you store the prices as they move and then you'll, you'll figure out, uh, with, the yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, someone, which is not as reports going to do it anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah. It, this, this was researched by Delphi and, um, the Attic labs team, cause they are the developers on, on the smart contract side, uh, a partnership with us. Um, yeah. Yeah, but and and to the, to your point, because you mentioned that you at some point like you need an oracle to know the price, which is uh, the way that you could like implement a curvy two style model. Um, that's why that's why we also like um, focus heavily on research into oracles, trying to understand what's the best one uh, and the best solution, also for which use cases, because as we all know, like. We all know, like, it's never one solution, like, fits all, right? Um, so we also been looking a lot into that in terms of the research, because that, that's another thing that, like, as you mentioned, Astroport, if we start thinking more as an AMM, uh, being like the AMM provider of Cosmos, let's say, um, then you, you, you basically have, like, a... A, a product, uh, like a, a, a derivative product from an AMM, which is oracles, right? And oracles are also like very like fundamental, basic things, features of the whole DeFi ecosystem. Um, I also don't want to move away too much from uh, the, I, I guess, the subject around automation, because I've been, that's been my battle in, in Current, like currently in our industry, which is we really need automation if we want to really be Web3, right? Uh, people say, use the word Web3, but like there is a basic thing as any software engineer would know, which is like just cron jobs, right? Cron jobs are just things that are automatically being called and ran so that the system can run without user interaction. And that's why uh, I feel like autonomy is also key here because they really are adding to that real, like, let's say, infrastructure of this whole new concept, which is decentralization and blockchains. And we really need that if we want to really build like full-blown applications, um, like, like DeFi full-blown, even games, right? You can't really have a game if... if um, if you don't have like automated code running. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm, I'm very keen on any type of technology that adds to that, um, specifically like crons, right? Because even uh, this is not related to Astroport, but if you want to do liquidations, like it would be much better if you'd have them like natively running automatically. But of course there's, there's some, um, 
like issues to solve there. But yeah, that's definitely an area that I feel it's not too like people don't focus on, on that too much. But it's a very key uh, fundamental thing for um, our DeFi software to work well and perfectly um, better than than it is currently. Because I I I joined. When I joined the, the call, I was here from the beginning, and uh, one thing that was said that is very true is that we really need our UX of our DeFi apps to be exactly like the CFI, right? Because if we don't have them, like at least 99% or 98% close to it, then I think from what we've seen um, from all the collapses that have happened, uh, so far, people still chose to go with FTX, even though there were other problems with other centralized exchanges even earlier. People still went with it, and and the I think I think the the biggest reason was the UX. FTX UX was unmatched, and until we really match it, it's it's when we really can like say okay, we it, now this is the the way to go because people have, like. At the end of the day, I feel like people will always show uh, will choose convenience uh, over privacy and security. There, there is some fringe that don't, and it's us, the, the users currently. But the regular user, they will always choose convenience um, until we can like solve that real problem. Then that's I feel like when we have mass adoption. Sorry, I went for I'm monopolizing the, the talk. <laughs> No, no, no worries at all. Um, just, just on the subject of AMM and probably with autonomy as well, uh, because right now Astroport has just uh, launched itself, not not launched yet, um, still on testnet injectives. Um, so it operates some sort of like an AMM on injective, uh, but basically you kind of still need to use those pools to put in orders on something like Helix, right? On on injectives. Um, can those jobs be done through a solution like autonomy, uh, where basically a, a bot comes around, uh, gets certain liquidity, and just places in uh, limit orders on the order book itself? Uh, am I getting it right? Uh, I think so. I mean, I I don't know like the exact mechanisms um, for uh, for the thing you're talking about, but I mean, autonomy in general can automate. I mean, like today, um, like any on-chain action with any on-chain condition. So, um, you know, if it's just a matter of like uh, take like putting liquidity from like point A to point B, then yeah, hundred percent. I think that's like definitely something uh, something autonomy can do. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure, for sure. From from what I've seen of yeah, I think autonomy could do that uh, easily. Um, although, like in the injective case. Um, they are basically like um, they are they are like a native order book uh, in itself. Um, they are like an order book app chain almost, and because of that, they already like provide native um, native cap- capabilities that any uh, protocol can interact with. Uh, so it's you have to adapt to that chain itself, but you can natively. Um, provide liquidity in a very interesting and fancy way, uh, basically like a start block and end block thing where they call your contracts. So they, in a way, they, they have automation built in for that, just for that, not 
anything else. Right, right. Okay, okay. Interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm curious how they how they do the automation. Uh, I, th- I think it's the it's it's the yeah. validators themselves. They always like call these like two hooks, let's say, mm. the start block I and see. end block, and they call them uh, whoever has registered for those hooks will be called and executed something. Now maybe that, but there's always like the question about gas fees. Uh, so mm, I see what you mean. I I I, I realize what you're talking about now with the yeah the the start block and end block hooks. Yeah, I really wish Ethereum had those kinds of things. Although, I'm not entirely convinced it's like fully generalizable. Yeah. Uh, yet. I I'm not a, a, like the an expert on on Ethereum in terms of smart contract development and all of that. But uh, uh, is it harder on Ethereum to know if you get infinite loops? Because I guess with these types of hooks, you could like incur into some issues like that, I'm not sure. If they if they are very generic. Yeah. Yeah, I I I would think the main issue would be that they it is like with just like automating anything. Um I mean it's it's not as bad if it's only just like one block, but I mean for example, like if you are trying to like just automate like you know, paying someone in, you know, some some later time period. Uh, like if you delegate that to like the validators, then they essentially just have to keep a copy of like every outstanding, you know, automation. Yeah. Like basically forever until it's, until it's, you know, executed. And then it's, it's like, how long do you store those things for? Cause you know, they're just going to like build up and then yeah. someone could like attack the thing by just like spamming it. And, um, and, and yeah, like you just you end up with a with validator requirements that are just like completely ridiculous that you know completely ruins exactly. like the decentralization because uh, because nobody can write it so uh, so yeah bit a bit of a tangent but <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah still still an open question I mean I guess that's the kind of use case for autonomy is that you 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 know separate those those uh, those things it's uh, yeah i mean i've never actually thought about it that way but it's like a good moat for our business that, <laughs> that like it's it would be really hard to roll up into the blockchain itself um but yeah yeah no tangents uh tangents are okay right <laughs> it's it's about the exploration uh, but uh, i am i am curious to kind of talk to talk more about this um j- just this integration right th- that we're here today um, is there anything specifically that y'all want you want to add about um, just exciting things about partnering with autonomy? Um, you know, maybe exciting things that you've been thinking about partnering with Astroport. Um, any other ideas you have? Things that are on the horizon that the the audience should know about? Maybe even some alpha. Uh, maybe I can go first. Um, I think I uh, like there are definitely uh, some things. I, I think I mentioned them already. Some some nothing. That I but I haven't mentioned, but I mean, you have to summarize. I mean, there's there's more advanced order types like you know like stop losses, uh, trailing limits, trailing stops, etc. Um, as well as potentially you know some kind of. I mean, it's questionable whether people would want this like in the Dex UI itself, um, but you know it's it's possible for essentially taking the auto hedge product that I was mentioning uh, before and adding it to to the Dex itself. Uh, because actually, um, one reason why this would be beneficial for the DEX itself 
is because it would essentially allow more people to provide liquidity. So like what is the biggest reason that people don't provide liquidity? I, I think it's because of like price and, and volatility. I mean, especially for like new tokens, you know, they're obviously like typically like very low liquidity. It's like, why? Well, nobody is willing to, um, nobody's willing to buy and hold the token in order to LP just for like, you know, for a small market with small fees when the losses from the price or, or the IL or both are going to be like huge. But if you have a way to LP where you can guarantee that you don't lose any money from the price and you don't have any IL, um, then that, that removes the biggest barrier for liquidity. I mean, not just for new tokens, for, you know, things like, you know, ETH or Lunar or, or whatever as well. Um, and so when you remove, you know, barriers and, and friction to provide liquidity, you obviously end up with more liquidity. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's one um, uh, potential way of collaborating for, you know, drawing more liquidity to the DEX itself. And um, you, you mentioned, you know, the the, the trailing limits, um, and and so maybe you can explain that for the audience, uh, people with pea brains like me, right? <laughs> uh, maybe not everyone has a, a great knowledge of using these different functionalities, so I think it'd be good to kind of explain that from the user side. Yeah, sorry, I, I kind of uh, kind of skipped over that, but um, no, it's um, it, it's like definitely very understandable. It, like it's. Basically, you're just setting multiple limit orders at once. So, say like you, you know, the price of some token is uh, like ten, and you're like, okay, I think it'll bottom out, you know, somewhere between like four and six. So you set like five, uh, like you set some like trailing limits to to buy it up between four and six. You know, so it's just like it's one order for the user. Like they just click one button, but it. It, it does the same as though they set five different limit orders, like one at four, one at like 4.8, one at 5.2, one at 5.6, one at uh, six. So, th- so they're like evenly spread out or they could be like not evenly spread out. But yeah, it's basically just, it, it's essentially just like batching really. That, that's, that's all it is. Okay. Yeah, that, that totally makes sense. Like in my head, I was thinking about it almost like... <laughs> Yeah, batching or like kind of like DCAing almost over just like a limit price range. But okay, yeah, no, that's a great clarification. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it, DCAing over price range. Never thought about it like that. <laughs> um, and, and uh, you know, someone did bring this up um, and maybe some other people in the community that um, are listeners. And I was thinking about when I was reading through your docs, um, are you all aware of Warp Protocol being built on, on Terra Money? Uh, I, I'm just just out of curiosity because it seems to have a lot of similarities with your with your protocol. Uh, you said warp like W A R P. Yeah, that's that's correct. Uh, I I don't can't remember if I've heard of warp. I know there was another one that was also trying to launch on Osmosis, but I, I honestly I, I forget. There's there's been like a few that are like specific to a certain ecosystem. Like there's one called Clockwork, Clockwork on um, on Solana. There's there's the one that I can't remember the name of that's trying to uh, go on Osmosis. So yeah, it seems like um, it seems like there's this kind of like long tail of automation protocols just like popping up everywhere. I suppose I think like the the use case or like the kind of value proposition is like a lot more obvious. Like uh, nowadays, that there there are a lot more teams like trying to build it. Um, 
But yeah, I, I should look into them, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's a, it's not meant to be a trick question. Just, um, you, you know, it, w- it just came to my mind because definitely the idea of having decentralized job execution with, you know, jobs being posted and then people executing them. Um, I noticed the similarities there. So, so maybe, maybe even something in the future, like an interesting topic on a call, uh, but just wanted to, um, to mention that because, because of the similarities. Uh, I, another thing I, you know, I don't want to dominate the conversation, but now I am kind of curious. You mentioned this auto token, um, which I'm assuming is, is your native token. So when auto token? Yeah. Um, yeah, basically just whenever the market comes back. I mean, we want to launch it ASAP, um, but obviously it would be, you know, kind of suicide to launch a token in, in the current market. Um, so, yeah, just just really depends. I'm assuming between like six and 12 months. But, you know, uh, we'll see. <laughs> depends depends on the market. Yeah, sorry about that. A phone call. <laughs> came through so i had to yeah but um okay yeah no that's great uh and so maybe i'll open it up we have a couple more speakers on here is there is there anything that we haven't really covered in the call yet that um anyone listening up here on the on the podium would just like to address it could be from the delphi side autonomy um max if you want to chime in want to keep this open yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just really curious, right? If we are to use the limit orders on Astroport, um, who pays for the gas at the back end? Like, uh, when when a bot actually executes that order itself, uh, does Astroport pays from their their fees, or does autonomy pays from for that? Uh, how does it? Uh, it actually comes from the user. Um it's so like the general like monetization from autonomy is that whatever the gas cost of executing is the user ends up paying um plus 30 percent. so if if executing your you know limit order costs like 10 cents uh then the user ends up paying like 13 cents uh so it's not it's not based on like trading volume um it's like purely like the the gas cost um so yeah, right, right. So so when I actually uh, case in a limit order on Astroport, I pay a gas right just to submit a transaction. Um, and once a swap happens, uh, there's going to be a fee, a uh, swap fee of like point three percent. Maybe maybe from the Astroport team, right? Uh, does it actually come up from that that point three percent fee itself to pay for it? Uh, any any bot execution? Uh, so it like it's it, it doesn't come out the fee you pay to the dex. It's like on on top of it. So you you essentially like end up paying for the gas cost of like two transactions as well as like the swap, uh, the swap fee. But either like in autonomy in general, either you can like prepay um, for the automated execution that's the automated transaction, or you can pay during the execution of the transaction which in this case is a trade so like say you were trading like shitcoin a for shitcoin b um but you needed to like pay the token in in luna like it this all happens like in the background um the users don't even need to 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 know about it i mean they don't even need to know about the existence of autonomy really um when they're just like using a a dex but 
but if you're trading like A for B, um, it'll make a second swap that trades B for uh, the token that you need to pay the, the gas, uh, sorry, to, to, to pay the autonomy fee in, which is just the base token of the chain. So, you know, in this case, like Luna. Um, so it's it can be done either way. Right, right. Gotcha, gotcha. So I was reading, um, there, there was a lot of different uh, features you all had in your docs, and I, and I thought some of them were pretty interesting. One of them in particular that jumped out at me was this idea of uh, automatically moving liquidity between yield farms and lending platforms every time the yield becomes better elsewhere. Uh, is there, and maybe this is something like further on the horizon, but um, is there anything you, you kind of want to like add or, or talk about on that? I just thought it was pretty cool. Um. We, it, it's something we've always wanted to do, but it just had like other higher priorities. Um, I, ironically, actually, just in the last week, um, or actually in the last like two days, I, I've actually talked to two teams who are like looking at building uh, something like this or, or have already started building something like this. Um, so that may be possible or, or maybe like, you know, be able to use like not, too too long from now um but yeah i mean i think it's like a great uh a great product to be built i mean it's it just it's like free arbitraging you know because like say the interest rate for you know eth or something is like five percent on on one lending platform but three percent on on another you know you it's just free money to borrow it at three percent and then lend it at five percent right um, so a product that just like automates that, it just seems like a no, a no brainer. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think we'll be like seeing ideally even, even more of those, but, um, but yeah, there, there's a couple like popping up recently, but yeah, it, yeah, we, we aren't doing it ourselves though, unfortunately. Just out of curiosity, can you, can you name drop? <laughs> Am I going to get you in trouble if I ask you to do this? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Well, at least with one of them, uh, I think they... It's called like Elevate Phi or um, let me just remember. Oh, Altitude. Altitude.phi. Altitude.phi. All right. Yeah. So, I think it was. Yeah. So I, I have no idea what like chain they're on. <laughs> that's, that's okay. That's okay. Really just a, a pure curiosity thing. And for anyone in the audience who wants to look into them too. Um, but we are at that five minute mark. So I think this is this is the best time in the call where we we give it back to the speakers um, one last time from, you know, autonomy and uh, and Delphi. And, and thank you again for for being on this space today. But want to give you an opportunity uh, to say any like last minute things that you want to share with the community, uh, any call to actions uh, that you want to recommend that the audience do. So the floor is now yours. Um, no, not a ton to say really. I think like this integration is like great, obviously. Um, definitely looking forward to being part of the, the Ashport community, that's for sure. Hopefully there's more, more like features to come, you know, like the stop losses and the whole auto hedge thing. Um, as for call to action, yeah, I just want to get people using it. Like let us know your, your feedback. If, um, yeah, if you have any like suggestions for improvements, definitely like jump in our, our discord. Um, you can open a ticket or just, you know, say it in the, in the general chat or whatever. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. 
uh, there's less related to, to Astroport, um, but I did mention the the Auto Hedge uh, product that you know we'll we'll be getting like 300% APY soon. We are looking for beta testers, but that's you know a very very minor thing. But yeah, I mean definitely use the limit orders and let us know what you think. Anything from the Delphi side? A little bit, like uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, nothing too much bad, but yeah, just. Uh, try it out and let us know how you guys um, yeah feel about it. Yeah, I, I would also add just uh, yeah, whoever isn't yet join our Discord for our support. Um, do participate in the in the forums as well. Like governance is very important. Um, if you also discuss with us, trying to get because at the end we we are all just trying to do the the best for the protocol. So. Um, healthy discussion is always great because it helps helps us involve and create um, even new passive uh, liquidity uh, product uh, types, let's say. Because uh, uh, like I said, at the end of the day, Astroport um, is now more focused on, on being an AMM. Um, so yeah. Great. Uh, and it looks like we're going to finish this exactly on the minute. So well done, speakers, audience everyone <laughs> very efficient very great space it's always a pleasure uh to have you on and, and i will give you know one last call to action of, of course like make sure you're following astroport make sure you're following autonomy um and these speakers up here these mega brained individuals uh <laughs> that explain you know say a lot of things that sometimes you know it takes us a second we got to go back and, and re-listen to these spaces but um it really was a pleasure today to have you all on. Uh, and without further ado, uh, just signing off now and just one more thank you. So goodbye, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Cheers, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for having me. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Astroport Community Call featuring Autonomy Network, recorded on Friday, February 10th, 2023. For terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support now. Looking at the down place, spitting over sound waves. Kick a little rhyme and we'll see if the crowd waves. Take note, the brows raise up when the mouse hits taste buds. Stick dastardly trying to race us. Cannonball run from the west to the east coast. Got the ghosts on my team leaving in a repo. Scheming on a free toast. I've been in the gas up. Riding high as NASA and we about to blast off. Ain't nobody pass us. Hungry like some raptors. Attacking in a pack like a bunch of fucking savages. Handling the packs while we shipping out disaster. Magic is simple if you practice with the master. Trying to Show the homies I think there could be a better way Every day I ride a verse Trying to get this pen in shape Living like a mental patient Embracing the basics I see a queen on the table While I'm holding aces Let me uh, give you a sample Of some of the uh, lyrics That had some of the Older ladies on the stockholders White with dismay The room is death still A sea of shocked, frozen, blanched faces Then I delivered another, another volley Of really sick Subtle on the double trouble, popping all the bubbles open. Silent off the one who comes to ruin all the funny moments. Ollie, Ollie, oxen, opium, that oxycontin got the oxytocin. Falling around the people like a roxy smoking. Okie dokie, Annie Oakley, joking like Yoki Annie. Hoping those who poke and jokes are broken, softly smoking. Can he rope a dope around the throat and coast? I'm all alone. 
to sleep it off later Like just give the dog a bone Roam around the globe like a motherfucking satellite Smoke a lot of weed, always gotta be satisfied Soaking up the dream state, trying to live la vida loca But for now I'll settle for a smile and a coca Who makes the bundles, repping all the fun tools Looking all around like this, nowhere to run to Got the plug, what's new on the drug, one, two Sticking with the dope, my homies growing, that's one truth I got my 12 gauge sawed off I got my headlights turned off I'm about to bust some shots off I'm about to dust some cops off I got my 12 gauge sawed off I got my headlights turned off I'm about to bust some shots off I'm about to dust some cops off